0: Hi, everyone. My name is Dami Pelaez, and we uh, are going to be going over prompts and prompt fading. Um, I am one of the leaders for ABA Exam Academy, so we are going to get started. I'm going to read the disclaimer really quick. The ABA Exam Academy was created by and for students to earn their BCBA, BCABA certification. Most of the leaders and participants are not a BCBA or BCABA at this time. These meetings are meant to have active discussions to collaborate, ask questions, and provide helpful suggestions to better understand the BACB fourth edition task list concepts. Due to this, it is important to know that all viewers and participants are responsible to verify the accuracy of the information being provided in order to successfully prepare for the BCBA, BCABA exam. So some ethical considerations we have is always, as always, you always have to refrain from sharing any test questions from the actual exam. So from the actual BCBA, BCABA exam that you take, you cannot share those at any time ever. Um, Also, make sure that you do not share any type of paid resources or identifiable client information. And then lastly, if you do uh, give anything from an open source, a peer-reviewed article or book, make sure to give credit to the author. Okay, so on the agenda, I'm basically going to be defining and describing what prompts and prompt fading is, uh, comparing and contrasting them, and um, we're going to be doing some matching with AKAs, matching with vocab, true and false, quest- false questions throughout, and mock questions at the end. All right, my references came directly from the Cooper second edition uh, book. That's basically all the information, and I have page numbers for you. If you wanna open up your book, you can do so. All right, so we're gonna start as always with AKAs, because I figure this is something that's memorization. So you either know it or you don't, and then if you don't know it, that's okay. Just make sure that you practice these so we can make sure that we know them for the actual exam. So we're gonna start them from the left side. We're gonna start with most to least and then match it on the right-hand side.
1: So most delays would be maximum to minimum.
0: Perfect. Nice
2: job. Next one is fading.
0: Stimulus fading. I agree. Perfect. And the next one is shape. Stimulus shaping. Stimulus shaping. Good job. Delayed prompting.
1: Delayed prompting.
0: <laughs> Is that it?
1: Delay prompting. Delayed yeah, delay prompting to delayed prompting. Oh,
0: I don't know. It's delayed queue. Oh. oh. Oh, I can see.
1: That. Oh, you got us. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: Progressive delay.
1: Delay prompting. Prompting.
0: prompting. Yes. I purposely put that there because I was like, I knew I had to throw you guys off a little bit. Not too much, but there you go. So then they'd all be kind of AKs for each other then, like delayed prompting, progressive delay, and then delayed queuing? Exactly. Good question. Those three, yes, they are. But I purposely put it in there to see if you guys got confused a little bit, but you guys did great. Least to most, last one.
1: Minimum to maximum.
0: Nice job. All right, we're going to move on. All right, so we're gonna start with what is a prompt? So this is on page 401 to 402 on the Cooper book. Uh, What is a prompt, I'm gonna read it out. Prompts are supplementary antecedent stimuli used to occasion a correct response in the presence of an SD that will eventually control the behavior. So can anyone tell me what are the two types of prompts?
1: Response prompts and stimulus prompts.
0: Perfect. Nice job, UD. Okay, so this is a simplified definition of what I just read. A simplified definition for a prompt is a hint or reminder designed to set the occasion for a desired response. So make sure that you remember that, where it says um, that it needs to occasion a desired response. Okay, so what what can you tell me about what I just said? What does that mean?
2: If if it doesn't um, occasion a a, a a prompt, then it, I mean, if it doesn't occasion a response, the correct response, then it was never a prompt.
0: Perfect. Thank you, Rita. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. All right, so when should prompts be provided? When should be before the SD?
1: Before or during before the response or during the re- response?
0: Perfect, so it is before, but it's also during, so both, okay? So it is before or during a response, not after. It should only mm-hmm. be provided in the acquisition phase of learning for novel responses. Does everyone understand that? Yes. Okay, perfect. So first turn and false question. A BCBA should provide prompts after a response. True or false? false? False. I think I think we're pretty consistent with that one. False. All right. It is false. So prompts should be provided before or during a response. Always remember that. Good job, guys. All right, we're going to move on to response prompt. This is page 402 on Cooper it says what is a response prompt a response a response prompt acts on the response itself not on the antecedent stimuli so what are the three major forms of response prompts
1: verbal modeling and physical prompt
0: yes perfect minerva verbal instruction modeling and physical guidance so what you said is basically another way to say it but it is those three good job so, explain or give an example. Does anybody want to be brave enough to give me either an explanation or an example of these three? Or one, or if, if anybody wants to take one at a time, it's up to you guys.
2: Verbal instruction is uh, basically what it, it means. Uh, so, if you say clean your room,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, that would be a verbal instruction.
0: Perfect. Does anybody want to give one on modeling? What does that look like?
1: Uh, I'll go for it. Okay. So for modeling, it's like if you place the instruction clean up and you model how to go ahead and clean up, which allows them to then um, do the res- uh, responsive clean up
0: correctly. Okay. So when we, when we model for them, what, what do we do? Do we um, do it for them or do we act it out?
1: We acted out. Acted out.
0: Yeah. Perfect, perfect. All right. So how about with physical guidance? Does anyone want to give?
1: It's like uh, uh, hand over hand. Hands over hands. or just- Okay. So yeah, I heard- like
0: um, learning to wash your hands or brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm hand over hand, but could it, be, could it also be minimal? Yeah,
1: partial. Yes. Partial, partial minimal.
0: Perfect. All right. All right, so basically what you guys said, verbal is vocal or non-vocal, so make sure you know that. It can be either vocal or non-vocal. Modeling is demonstrating the way we do it, so acting something out, like we talked about, and then physical prompting can be minimal physical prompts, moderate physical prompts, or full physical prompts, which is also known as hand over hand. Does anyone uh, have any questions about those? nope do you understand what i'm saying when i say vocal or non-vocal
1: you can use sign language
0: perfect good job all right all right signing thanks <laughs> 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 signing is considered a verbal prompt true or false
1: true. True. true true.
0: good job non-vocal prompts are a form of communication and are considered to be a verbal prompt, I have heard so many people saying that pointing is not verbal. It is verbal. Things that are either, even though it's not vocal, it is still considered verbal because it's a way of communication.
2: Oh, when somebody say, "Oh, the child is non-verbal,"
0: non non-verbal, yes. I've heard that a lot.
2: People, that hurts me so much.
0: I know, I know. <laughs> but we behavior analysts, we know that. But it's okay. So teaching. For everyone. All right, so stimulus prompts says page 403 on Cooper. What is a stimulus prompt? A stimulus prompt acts on the antecedent stimuli, not on the actual response. So, can anyone tell me what are the three major forms of stimulus prompts? Movement,
1: movement position, and uh,
0: redundant. So, I heard movement, position, and what else?
1: Redundant. I cannot redundant. pronounce that one.
0: Redundancy, yes. Redundancy. Okay. Movement, position, Good and job. They're Perfect, guys. You guys are working together, but you guys got this. All right. Explain or give an example of the three. So basically what we did last time, let's try to break it down and see if we know all of these. Movement. Who knows that? What it is?
1: That one is t- touching or um, uh, pointing to the item.
0: Um, so movement is more moving an item mm-hmm. right to
1: bring more attention to to
0: right so know. if you show three cards yeah. and you move the the actual card closer, closer that's movement um i think you can also i think i've also heard of pointing but it's pointing. It's like a subtle point it's not tapping or anything like that it's just kind of putting your finger on top of it and then positional is putting it in a, in a position that they can, it calls their attention more. Does anyone know what redundancy is? Because that one is a more difficult, it's a little bit more difficult.
2: Well, redundancy is when, um, is wet, huh? when you make the particular, uh, let's say a card, for instance, a card of a car, when you make it more, you know, more, um, poignant what i'm trying to spit it
1: out i heard that word salient is that part of that yeah so when salient when you make some um uh when you make the stimulus more salient more characteristic um, and characteristic right. more salient for example colors right. color size or shape or something so, so, yeah.
2: So think of it like emojis, for instance, when you write some LOL, but then you put, you know, emojis that makes it, you know, stand out. So that's redundancy.
0: That's a good example. I like the emoji example. That's good. Thank you. Okay, perfect. You guys did great. So movement is touch or tap. Position is placing an item closer to the client than the other items. So you're just placing it a lot closer. That way, they go for it. There's more, it's more likely for them to go for that one. Redundancy is we change the dimensions of the stimulus, and they are paired with the correct response. So basically, what I put is pairing the color green with the correct and red with the incorrect. Mm-hmm. All right, does anybody have any examples about that before I move on? Okay, we're good. All right, true and false. A teacher tells her student, write your name, and then points at the sheet of paper, but the client refuses to initiate the task. In this scenario, are the teacher's behaviors considered prompts, true or false? False. No, so false. So true for false, anyone else? False all right false False. perfect it is only a prompt if what we say or do prompts the desired response very good guys all right so we're going to be doing matching just to figure out if we know and we can identify what falls under stimulus prompts and what falls under response prompts so who wants to tell me stimulus fading what does it fall under
1: A a stimulus prompt
0: perfect graduated guidance
1: Response, response prompt. Response prompt. You know, it's, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God, I confused with.
0: It's okay, we're learning. Least to most. Be response prompt. prompt. Response prompt. Perfect. Stimulus shape transformation.
2: Stimulus, stimulus, stimulus prompt. prompt. Don't, don't
0: see. Delayed prompting. Would that
2: be response
0: prompt?
1: Response prompt
0: yes most to least response, response. i heard someone say stimulus and one say response what do you guys think response response, response. perfect awesome very good all right we're gonna do some vocab let's see if you guys know this first one on the left hand side and we're gonna match with the words on the right acts on the antecedent stimuli and has three forms Movement, position, and redundancy. Which one is that? Stimulus, stimulus prompt. prompt. Perfect. Supplementary antecedent stimuli that are introduced to evoke a desired response when the discriminative stimulus is evident. Prompt. Prompt. Nice. Instructional methods specifically designed to prevent or substantially minimize any learner errors that are used to teach particular discriminations. Errorless Errorless learning. learning. Perfect. Acts on the response itself and has three forms, verbal modeling and physical prompting. Response Response prompt. Does anybody know why I put the word errorless learning in this matching?
1: Yes, I think so.
0: (laughs) Go for it.
1: Yeah, because errorless learning is um, specific, is a particular prompt because we use full physical prompt to evoke the correct uh, response from the learner.
0: Perfect. So, yeah, we we use errorless learning. It's an actual strategy that provides a lot of prompting so that we can make the learner successful. So, yes, that's why I put it in there was an extra vocab word that I wanted to put in, because it relates to prompting, so there you go. All right, so now we're gonna compare and contrast response prompts and stimulus prompts. So Let me take out my little cheat sheet. Okay, can anyone tell me which one of these two Acts on the response itself.
1: Response prompt. Response prompt. Wow,
0: Minerva. Good <laughs> job. <Never>. <laughs> <laughs> you were very fast. Yes. Okay, so yes, acts on the response itself, and then stimulus prompts acts on the antecedent stimuli. Perfect. All right, who can tell me which one of these calls attention to the stimulus?
2: Stimulus prompt. prompt. prompt.
0: Stimulus prompt. Very good. Calls attention to the stimulus and then response prompts actually helps the stimu- the the learner. I'm sorry. Put the wrong thing there. I, I like know. how I'm sorry.
2: I like, I like how in response prompt the first one there's response in it. And then in stimulus prompt, there's stimulus in it.
0: Yes, I know. <laughs> All right, so this one is actually helps the learner. Sorry about that. Okay, so then the next one, tell me which one of these includes Movement, position, and redundancy. Stimulus
1: Stimulus prompt. prompt.
0: Correct. So movement, position, and redundancy goes under stimulus prompts, and verbal modeling and physical prompting goes under response prompts. And then lastly, which one of these, this is a little bit more difficult, which one of these has four ways to remove it?
1: Response prompt. prompt. Response prompt.
0: Perfect. I was trying to make it different than what we usually do. So four ways to remove it, and this one has two ways to remove it. Wow, this was great, guys. So basically, this is a chart that shows the differences between both. Awesome. Are you guys, do you guys have any questions about this? No. No? OK. All right, next question. In the mall, there is a written sign that says the word bathroom. You follow a sign and go to the bathroom. Is this a stimulus prompt? True or false?
2: The sign is usually response. I think it's a response
1: prompt.
0: So you think it's response. So we have two for response. Anyone else? Response. Mm -hmm. Response. Okay. So then would it be false or true?
2: Is this a stimulus? It false. Is, it false. Is it false.
0: False. Okay. So it is false. Even though it is written, it is still considered verbal, so it would fall under response prompts. Good job. All right. So we're going to talk about ways to fade response prompts. This is on page 403 to 404 on Cooper. What are the four ways to remove response prompts? Most
1: Mostly. Okay. Least to most,
2: full physical, and graduated.
0: So it's... partial. Okay,
1: Sorry.
0: So, so... Time yes, delay. least and least to most is correct.
1: Graduated guidance and time delay.
0: Perfect. Okay, so it's graduated guidance and delayed prompting, which I think it's, very, it's an AKA for time delay. Good. Then can anyone explain or give me an example of these four? If not, that's okay. I'll do it. I just wanna see if you guys can talk about it. The most
2: to list is when you start um, fully, like full physical, like literally holding the students, for instance, hand, and you know holding their hand to perform the response.
0: Perfect.
2: Where least to most is maybe just a tap or on the elbow to occasion them to move their hand and perform the response.
0: So between both of those, what you do is it's kind of like the opposite, but you increase or decrease gradually, correct? Mm-hmm.
1: Right,
0: right. And how about with graduated graduated guidance and delayed prompting?
1: Um, we start with um, with the min- with um, the minimum physical um, prompt, and then um, to evolve the the to, to get the, the correct response from the learner. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we are going to reduce or gradually we are going to um, remove the prompt. For The typical example is we, um, we start moving our hands or physical prompt from wrist, elbow, uh, shoulder, and then we move back from the learner.
0: Perfect. So, with graduated guidance, this is just an extra question I'm throwing out there: Is can it be verbal, or does it have to be all physical? I think
1: it's no all physical. Ph- I've never
2: heard it as verbal.
0: Perfect. So it's all physical. You cannot give any verbal when you're working on graduated guidance. All right. How about delayed prompting? Does anyone know?
2: So, delayed prompting is when you allow the learner you know give them a little bit of time to perform the response otherwise you would move in and prompt them and help
0: them out okay that's good Rita um someone else says something does someone else want to
1: share delight prompting uh, you know in my own words delay prompting acts like an IRT uh, so we present the stimulus, we wait until, right. we wait for the learner response, and then um, if there is no response, we, we provide the prompts. And then uh, we are going to, in order to fade the prompts, we are going to increase the time between stimulus and prompt until we get the correct independent, independent and correct response from the learner.
0: Perfect. That's good. Good job, guys. I love your explanation. All right, so with most to least, basically, is what you guys said. It begins with a more intrusive prompt that evokes the behavior and gradually d- decreases the less intrus- to less intrusive prompts. With least to most, it's basically opposite. It begins with less intrusive prompts and gradually increases to more intrusive prompts until results are achieved. Okay, so like we talked before, it's not considered a prompt unless you get results. So just keep that in mind. With graduated guidance, you use the minimal amount of physical prompting, like you said, Judy. good job, um, and needed to occasion results, and then you gradually reduce using physical prompts. Delayed prompting, you insert time delays between the SD and the prompt to fade and eliminate prompts in, the, in its entirety. So basically, the purpose behind delayed prompting it's so that we can just eliminate those prompts little, uh, little by little. Does anybody have questions of any of these? You have time to go over it if you need to. I have a question. Is delayed prompting the same as a time delay prompt? Yes, they're AKAs. Oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. Okay. So, with uh, that, we're going to talk about the other one ways to eliminate stimulus prompts. Okay, so that's page 405 on Cooper. What are the two ways to remove stimulus prompts?
1: Stimulus fading. Okay. And shaping. Yeah, transformation, transformation. transformation.
0: Yes, yeah, so there's many AKAs for these. There's just fading and shaping. There's stimulus fading, stimulus shaping, and then there's a the transformation one as well. So it's good to know all these AKAs because if they give you this on the exam and you don't know what that the transformation one is, then you're not gonna know the answer. Um, that's why AKAs are so important. I can't stress that enough. All right, so give an example of an ABA procedure that uses both most to least prompting and fading. Does anyone know? We talked about it before. That's just a hint. It starts with an E. ever-less <laughs> learning. Yes. Errorless learning. And that is basically the reason I put it in there. So I can give you guys a hint. So errorless learning. So it uses a lot of prompting. We're giving that most of these prompting and then little by little, we're going to fade all of that out. All right. So that is a perfect example of how we can eliminate stimulus prompts or um, response prompts. Both. All right, so explain or give an example of these two terms, fading and shaping. Can anyone tell me?
2: So fading is when you, um, when you gradually reduces the amount of, um, I would say support.
1: It's, it's, fading. it's fading like when you're teaching to write their name. Right,
2: that too. And like you, you put
1: like a highlighter and then they go over that and then you remove the highlighter. Yeah, exactly. Yes. exactly. Um, or uh, with position, positioning, uh, we, for example, we um, put the letters. Uh, we want the, um, the students' picks and then we are going to put in the letter back um until the letter the letter is in the same uh, line with the rest uh, of the alphabet or the array or <laughs> whatever i don't know mm mm-hmm.
0: yeah good job that's perfect how about with shaping shaping is basically
2: when you when let's say you want each a child how to let's say throw a baseball for instance right okay. so they would throw like one foot and then, you know, I'm thinking in terms of, like, changing criterion. Right, then, right. you know, you shape it so that they can throw a little further than that, a little further than that, a little further than that until, you know, they become perfect in throwing.
0: Perfect. Yeah, that sounds good. And then we can also do it by writing examples. I think with getting a shape of an object, I've seen, like, pictures of uh, an actual car and writing the word car inside until we – fade the picture of the car out and then they start reading the word car Mm -hmm. i've also seen that okay so my um explanations of stimulus fading is gradual removal of intrusive prompts until the control transfers to a natural stimulus so this is a maximal to minimal to foster Mm -hmm. independence so that's the point of stimulus fading it's going from maximum to minimum so that we can have independence. And then with stimulus shaping, Mm -hmm. it has gradual transformation of the physical shape of the stimulus, and it alters to become the natural SD over time. So what we talked about with the car, the picture of the car, putting the word car inside until you slowly remove the car so that the child can either read the word car or write the word car. Mm -hmm. Does anybody have any um, questions about this?
2: Good job, straight to the point.
0: Yes, I'll just give you information. <laughs> all mm-hmm. right, so my question: all of the following are ways to remove. Oh, that's just great. What happened here? <laughs> Anyways, all of the following are ways to remove response prompt except a most to least prompting, b least to most prompting, C, gradient guidance, or D, delayed prompting. C. I have one C. 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 One more. C. Awesome. Yes, C. Why is it C? It's, it's
1: not graduated. No, there's no such thing.
0: What is it?
2: There's no it such thing as gradient guidance. What should yeah. it
0: be? What should it be? Graduated. Graduated guidance. Perfect. All right. The cartoon word world is an example of what way to remove stimulus prompts. A, delayed prompting, B, stimulus fading, C, graduated guidance, or D, stimulus shaping. So I don't know if you see the image or if you know what word world is, but um, I can explain it to you if you guys don't know. It's basically cartoons are, let's say the bear is an actual bear and it has the word bear on it. Mm. So what type of stimulus, uh, removal of stimulus prompts is that? The fading.
1: Shape. Stimulus fading. Stimulus sh- shaping. Shaping. Shaping.
0: Yes. Yeah, because
1: it has the the word in in inside or
0: of the bear on the, on the bear. Right. So I don't know if you guys see the picture of the cave in the back. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. cave is actually. Yeah, I can spelled. see cave
1: and table. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. There's the cave is actually spelled with the letters with cave, and then the table is actually spelled with the letters of table. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. Yes, it is D. Stimulus shaping. Stimulus shaping. Nice job, guys. All right, so that's the end of my meeting. Remember to like, share, and subscribe and communicate. The website is abexamacademy.com. If you have any questions or concerns, email us at leaders at abexamacademy.com. And then also, if you guys need tutoring, remember we offer that. Um, take advantage of it. I know that a lot of people, once they get closer to their testing date, they're asking for it. So just schedule it and um, reserve your spots okay guys have a good night
2: and thank Thank you for participating
0: thank you good night everyone
2: thank
1: you good night good night night. um i have a quick question if you have time yeah let me just